Good morning on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville where love is served fresh daily. Everyone is welcome. They feature fresh and made-to-order baked goods, amazing espresso and coffee drinks, beautiful breakfast and more. Also the takeout uh, case they have here at the Full Circle. Check them out online, fullcirclestevensville.com. And what better way to kick off your Easter weekend than a uh, breakfast or a lunch here at Full Circle. We're also brought to you in part by United at Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, Herod Company, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline. Along with Brett Witkowski, it's Phil McDonald. Today we're going to be talking news from the Michigan High School Athletic Association with our good friend Fred Smith. Also Lakeshore uh, Baseball with Mark Nate and Benton Harbor Baseball with Robert Crossley. Really nothing to speak of from yesterday. No. Most, no, no. A few Some stuff going on today, though. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of a lot of Fred's here. <laughs> Fred Smith is here. Remember of the... He even smiled. Look at him. Look you at got that. a smile on him. You got a smile on him. No teeth, but we got a smile on him. <laughs> no, he has teeth. Yeah, he just he doesn't does. show with, yeah, there you go. Yeah. with the smile. Fred Smith is a member of the Michigan High School Athletic Association Representative Council. Is the athletic director at Bangor High School. Thanks for coming in. Well, thank you, and, and happy Easter to both of you. As uh, this Easter weekend, and I'd be remiss if I didn't give a shout out to my wife. Happy birthday! Oh wow! On right. our, on, today's her fortieth. So, yep. happy birthday, Married a student, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is retirement uh, treating her well? Is well? Ret- retirement's treating her very well. She. Um, uh, has actually four duties, I think, in retirement. Uh, number one is our grandchild, mm-hmm. and she's available to take care of her whenever she needs to. Uh, we took the opportunity yesterday to pull her out. Of, she's in a Montessori school. We pulled her out for lunch and then took her up to Grand Rapids to the uh, butterfly exhibit at the Frederick Meyer Gardens and had a great time. Um, she also helps her mom and her aunt, who uh, live nearby, and um, She's taken master gardening classes as she wor- works on our yard. Oh wow! And she does a lot of work in our yard. Go go by I'm about. Thank- I'm thankful for. Go to about the 900 block of Court Street. Bill's house. If she yeah, if she wants uh, <laughs> extra credit on her exam <laughs> and wants to make the impossible possible, no, never come by my place. You put some more miles on the vehicle then yesterday. Yeah, up to uh, 334,000. <laughs> That's amazing. Amazing. What your last one was like a half a million or something, wasn't it? It was five hundred and thirty seven thousand. So my, my goal for this one, unfortunately, for your car for the car dealerships in town is six hundred thousand. Well I'm sure you'll get so it. I'm, you'll probably be there in two years. Nah. Not quite that fast. Yeah. <laughs> Depending well, on what we do this summer. There you go. There's a lot going on with the uh the MHSAA as far as you know, rumors going around, uh, as far as possible moves and and things happening and you know, we thought you know we'd have you come in and uh, talk a little bit of, uh, about that. First of all, I guess the recent news coming out is the classifications for next year. Yeah, before we get there, can we uh, hit the topic that you hit two weeks ago, officiating? Yes. Still sure. want to let your audience know uh, we are still short officials. And um, to help that, uh, officiating fees are almost doubling next year. Wow. If you really want to make some money... Um, on the side, not work car, just put up with parents. Um, baseball double hitters are going from $130 this year to $180 next year. Uh, basketball and, and varsity basketball and football games are going from um, 85 to 115 or 120 
uh, depending on, on the league. So, I mean, if you want to make some extra income now, uh, you do have to start out typically at the middle school and, and um, mm-hmm. JV levels, but even though those rates are, are going up too, and uh, if there's a baseball official out there that's not working next Tuesday, I know Hartford is, does not have any officials, at least of midweek this week, that they're looking for officials for a baseball doubleheader. And if there's anyone that would like to become involved in football, I. Uh, Give me a call or email me at Bangor, and I'll be happy to get you signed up and put you to work as um, I'm trying to put together a local crew to officiate our home JV and middle school games, and I can guarantee you six JV games at 80 or five JV games at $80 a piece and three middle school games at $50 a piece and uh, get you started in the football officiating. But it's a great way to make some extra money. Um, it's a double-edged shortage for us athletic directors as we have to look at our budgets. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, our, I mean, our budget is going to be between thirty-seven and 40000 for officials next year, mm-hmm. um, which means someone has to pay for it. Ticket prices will be going up. Um, and uh, the other thing that we see that's going up because of official fees are entry fees for tournaments mm-hmm. because typically when you run a tournament, you charge your entry fee to pay for your officials so you're not losing money. But, um, you know, those are going way up. And as an athletic director, I'm going to have to take a look at what, how many tournaments we now go to. And, mm-hmm. and really, the increased cost can only hurt kids. But we also have to be realistic that uh, cost of living has gone up across the board. We all see it at the grocery store and every place else. And officials are the same way. And, and I, I don't regret them their money. Um, but I like to. I mean, I see where if you're a varsity basketball official and you did a varsity boys and a varsity girls game the same night, this year you made 170. Next year you'll make 230. Wow! In one night. For one night, yeah. you can make six, seven hundred dollars a week in basketball season. Easy. Yeah. I mean, if you work five nights, you you could be pushing a thousand if you're a varsity wow. official. So if you have any interest, especially uh, those high school graduates who are looking for work, uh, get a hold of some your local AD or, or an official and, and get involved because there is money to be made. And um, it really isn't as bad as they make it out to be. There's only one or two bad parents out there. I mean, it's not every night. And a lot of schools do a great job of managing their crowd. And, um, so I'd encourage you, if you thought about it, uh, we need officials. Hey, dude, they're they're getting up. older like all of them are getting right. older like me. <laughs> <laughs> and not enough new blood uh, no. coming in. No. He was brought up at a recent um, conference athletic directors meeting about the uh, the price being paid to officials, and not saying that you know the higher prices shouldn't be paid. It should be, but there are some conferences that pay better than others. And it was brought up, would it be worth writing a letter to the MHSAA and see if there would be a statewide standard? Uh, the reason there will not, never be a statewide standard is the MHSA does not want to take on another 9,000 employees. They would be mm-hmm. viewed as employing all of them oh. by setting the rate. Mm-hmm. Um, Good point. They yeah. actually do set the rate. I mean, um, their tournament rate is mm-hmm. lower than our regular season rate. Right, you know, it is. Because, but people want to work the tournaments. Mm-hmm. And, and there, I mean, uh, no one wants to be the one to say, well, I'm not going to pay that much. 
and see if they can get officials. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I, uh, I know the Grand Rapids area was the conference that raised prices real high, and our assigners are telling us why our officials are going to go to Grand Rapids. At three sixty nine a gallon of gas, I'm not sure they're making more, you know, the $20 more they're making. I'm not sure they're actually seeing it in their paycheck mm-hmm. once you factor in the gas. So, right. I mean, th- there's an advantage to, um, I know my uh, uh, tax person used to tell me that when I went to start cross-country meets at Vicksburg, which is about an 80-mile drive for me, um, I was losing money. Uh, once I take out my mileage, mm-hmm. uh, it cost me more than what they paid me to start the cross-country meet. But um, I just enjoy working with people, right. so I drive anywhere and start meets. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Fred Smith as we talk about some of the issues going on with the Michigan High School Athletic Association. It's the coaches from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at FullCircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Spring has sprung at Siemens in Bridgman. Shortage of new vehicles? Not at Siemens. They have over 125 new vehicles in stock with more on the way. Siemens has been beating up on the factory to send more vehicles, and they've been successful. Drive to Bridgman to see the fresh new selection. But hurry, these sharp, fresh new vehicles won't be around long. The great selection of new Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Mazda vehicles is waiting for you. See Siemens in Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Enjoy Easter Sunday with the family at the Easter Brunch Buffet at the Inn at Harbor Shores. Open 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. inside our Harborview Ballroom, featuring breakfast action stations, carved meat stations, desserts, and more. Just $10 for children ages 2 to 6, $22 ages 7 to 12, and $45 per person ages 13 and up. Reservations are required by calling 408-9108. Or enjoy the a la carte brunch menu at Plank's Tavern from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. During COVID-19, many businesses have had to furlough staff or reduce wages. Others have shut down completely. A loss of income forces people to leave their homes in search of more affordable housing. Tragically, some people of color are shut out of housing opportunities because of their race, color, or national origin. If you suspect housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD. Fair housing. The law is on your side. Learn more at HUD.gov fairhousing. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. From Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville, the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Starting your Easter weekend, how about some biscuits and gravy or some pancakes? They've got cinnamon French toast, breakfast burrito. My niece and sister were here yesterday. My niece had the avocado toast and really recommended that. So start your Easter weekend off with a breakfast or lunch here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. We're talking MHSAA items with Fred Smith, the athletic director at Bangor high school and a member of the representative uh, council i think one of the uh, the biggest things and you, you just mentioned during the break too was was basketball is the possibility of would it be adding another division to basketball uh, well that that's a different topic um we can talk about that too but uh, the big one that's out there that's um 
before the rep council this May is the a proposal to seed by region versus by district. Mm-hmm. And um, I think as they move to that, that you'll be seeing more sports seed by region versus district. Now, a seed by region, how does that work? Well, right now, when they divide the schools up into eight, eight regions in the state, uh, they then take the eight, each individual region and divide them into four districts and assign schools to the district geographically. Mm-hmm. And um, that's just how they've done it for years mm-hmm. and forever. trying to eliminate it forever. Yep. Um, now with the NPR seating that we have available, uh, I think it's become accepted that that's a pretty good seating. It's yeah. objective, not subjective. Or subjective, not objective, which other mm-hmm. way we need to You're go with teacher. that one. Um, <laughs> and so the talk is that at the start of the season, or before they, yeah, before the season starts, they will have the four district sites identified. Mm-hmm. Then, when they, the two weeks before the season, whenever they finalize their NPR, they would take the top four NPR teams and assign them to their nearest district. So the number one seed would get the nearest district. And number two seed might be that district too, but because the one seed's there, they'll go to their next nearest district. Okay. And then they'll take the next four teams and assign them to the nearest district. So take the top eight teams and split them up so each district would have a top four team and a top um, five through eight team. Mm-hmm. And they'll be put in opposite brackets. The remaining teams would then be drawn into their nearest district. Okay. So you're only taking eight teams that may incur some more travel than what they would have done had we had it done it differently. How does it? Well, if you are a local uh, basketball fan in girls division three, um, Coloma had Buchanan and Brandywine in their district. Correct. And Brandywine was probably the second best team in the region. Mm-hmm. Their only three losses this year were to Buchanan. And uh, they were out of the tournament at the district level where had this been in place, my guess, they would have met in the regional finals. Um, right. You know, probably still would have lost to Buchanan, but they at least would have won a district being one of the good district teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have examples throughout history of uh, <clears throat> for years up in Saginaw, the two Saginaw schools used to be considered the two best teams in the state in Class A. Right. And they would meet in districts. Uh, one year when I was at Comstock, first round of district volleyball back when we played on Saturday and you played all your matches and you were two out of three to 15. This is the old time volleyball. Um, the 10 o'clock match was Comstock and Gull Lake. Mm-hmm. At 10.25, Gull Lake was out of the tournament. And you can make an argument they were the third best team in the state, regardless of class, because the only losses that year were to Portage Northern, who won Class A, and to Comstock, who won Class B. Uh, this would at least separate them until the, until the regional finals. So, the, as you said, the top eight teams get seeded, and then, then the rest will go to the district that they would be in. That would be their nearest geographical draw. Okay. To balance it off. Uh, and they all might not be to the nearest one, but they would, you know, try so, to make it. Yeah. You know, some of the. So, di- I mean, you're, so you're not, you're not going to be sending folks to arbitrary uh, districts. Let's say, for example, New Buffalo and River Valley are two of the top teams in the state. 
and one of them is not going to have to go to a district in the Lansing area. No, they would be in their region. Right. It'd still be their their region. I don't know how, you know, I don't know where all the D4 districts were this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I know New Buffalo had a D4 region. Right. But, uh, you know, I, 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 but no, they would be, you'd be in your region. There would be some more drive, especially as you get further up north in the UP. And there may be some carve-out exceptions on how they work that. They always have. I mean, I know if it's been, there's a mileage limit that if it's that far, uh, they typically find you a neutral site in between to try to oh, yeah. help. I mean, the, you know, early on in the tournament, the UP schools never came down for the state finals. It's too far to drive. Right. They had their own state finals. Well, we've gotten over that. We're willing to drive now. And, and uh, with the NPR, and as they use it for more and more sports, I think this model in basketball um, may become the model across the state for all sports. I was just going to ask you, do you think that uh, all the other sports will well, follow in that? If they adopt it for basketball, I'm guaranteed they'll all be right behind it trying to, just like um, I think lacrosse is one that's up asking for a fifth quarter variation, the fifth quarter rule okay. for their sport. But it has to be asked through their sport committee. Mm-hmm. If you're hosting a pre predetermined host for a district, and you would you would be your you would be your you would be there, and then they would say they're a number two be- team. They would put the number one to another district. Yeah, because somewhere else. Well, because one, if you're hosting, you're your closest district. Correct. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a no brainer. What, um, what about the number of teams in districts? Because you know you see like this would even them out. This, this would, proposal, okay. yeah. Because, like, the Division One girls and guys had 17. Right. I think, I think this proposal is is uh, uh, supposed to even them out where they all have six, 24 in their region. Well, it sounds like, a, to me, everybody likes how it sounds. Right. What what would be a pushback? Travel. Okay. You know, if, 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 uh, if you're the... If you're the um, Number two seed Michigan Lutheran is the number one seed. Michigan Lutheran has a district, and then your next nearest district is Centerville. Mm-hmm. So now your folks got to travel down to Centerville versus traveling to Michigan Lutheran, yeah. which is ten. You know, um, right. You know the the one thing I think it'd be nice too. You're not necessarily just going to see like the Division One was the smack postseason tournament. Mm-hmm. The district you hosted was the BCS right. postseason tournament. You do get some different teams that you would play. I don't think you can get that many different teams. I mean, you look at the BCS. How many? How many of them would have been seated in the top eight? Oh, that's true. Oh, in the state? No, in, in your region. Oh, in our region. Probably all Claire. All Claire. Yeah. So all Claire would go to its nearest district. The rest of you would get drawn into your nearest district as you do now. Mm-hmm. I mean, same with the Smack Conference. Now, they may have a few more seated. But the remaining schools are still going to go to their nearest district. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, All right. We'll take a break. More coming up with Fred Smith as we talk Michigan High School Athletic Association items on Newstalk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Normal? New normal? Just what does that mean anyway? This is Jeff Parrott from Parrot Company. We hear it all the time from our clients. There is no normal right now. Workflow, staffing issues, supply and service delays, then your copy or printer starts acting up. We find most of these issues are simply network or user related, but don't fret. Our veteran support team will quickly troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast, much faster than the out-of-town companies. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrot. 
Employers, those open positions aren't filling themselves. That's why Midwest Family and the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber present Recruitment on the Rocks, Happy Hour with Hiring Solutions. Learn how to create a strategic recruiting plan for your open positions and walk away better informed to attract and retain top talent in your workplace. Join us for this free event with great appetizers and a free drink, Tuesday, April 25th from 4 to 6 at the Shadowland Ballroom in St. Joe. Get registered at ontherocksinfo.com. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. Health concerns in high school sports go beyond physical injuries. The mental well-being of our young people is a hotter topic than ever before. The Michigan High School Athletic Association website has resources to help adults and students recognize potential problems and deal with them in a positive way. You can learn more about these mental health resources on the health and safety page of the MHSAA website. A message from the MHSAA promoting the value and values of educational athletics. the coaches on Newstalk Sports 94.9 WSJM or at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Also brought to you in part by Campbell Ford Lincoln Celine. The best bottom line is always at the state line. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski, joined by Fred Smith, the athletic director at Bangor High School and a member of the Michigan High School Athletic Association's representative council. So we were talking about the um, proposal for seating the uh, the regions in uh, in basketball. And I had briefly mentioned uh, the uh, the classification uh, uh, thing and what's what's the biggest news there? Well, the biggest news there. I mean, one. I'll give you a quick quiz. Who's the biggest school in the state? Probably Rockford. No, I can't. Re- I want to say Ferndale. Both of you are wrong. You need to study more, do more research. East Kentwood, East Kentwood has taken over Macomb, Dakota, who used to be the biggest. East Kentwood was the biggest school in the state at twenty nine oh six. Wow. Um, how many schools in the state are above 2,500 in enrollment? Probably two or three. Five? It's quiz, Dave. Ding! Phil's right, five. <laughs> How many schools are above 2,000? <clears throat> twelve. Ding! That's oh, right, with twelve. Nice. I might have mentioned that to him once earlier. So, no, I mean, but I'd they, what, what's the average enrollment of high schools in Michigan? Probably 350. Hmm... 400? 587. Okay. So we we are looking at that. I mean, uh, the the MHS staff is looking at that because that causes problems at both ends of the tournament. At the top end, uh, just like um, you you hear from Sean Schrader at Lakeshore, they're in the low 800s and they got to go against a school of 2,900. Not quite fair. Um, At the bottom end, uh, depending on how many sports or, or how many schools offer us, a, a, a sport, you could have schools of uh, 68 going against schools of 300. Mm-hmm. And, and so at both those ends, uh, there can be a problem in enrollment size. And way back when, when we, we were classified by enrollment, trying to keep the enrollment levels fairly even. And, and at that time, when we were A, B, C, and D classified, and they set the enrollments ahead of time, 
where some perception would be schools would know how to count and keep them <laughs> below a, a or B. Um, but that competitiveness was fine, but you had less schools in some classifications and more in oh, others. Right. And so some people felt that was unfair. We have to battle 200 schools for a state title, and in this division they only got 120 schools. So then they went to equal divisions. Now, when they first went to equal divisions in soccer, because there are so few soccer, small soccer schools, instead of 25% in each division, they made the exception that the smallest 20% would be Class D. And then they took the remaining schools and divided them by three, trying to keep that enrollment level. Well, we've gotten away from that. Everything's now all equal divisions, and that does cause some disparity. Um, I know one of the football, there are very few football proposals right now that have any legs to uh, change the current football playoff. Uh, the main problem in the football playoffs right, with football right now is scheduling. Schools have trouble scheduling games because of their location, perceived power, all kinds of things. But that's always been a problem. Even right. before we had playoffs, scheduling was a problem. You right. had to find people that wanted to play you. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the proposals coming on is to cap Division Eight enrollment at 250. Okay. So if you're 250 and below, you'd be in Division Eight, which right now would only put 42 schools and qualify 32 for the playoffs. Wow. And then divide the remaining schools into seven equal divisions. The difference is if they divided all football schools by eight equal divisions, you'd have 62 schools per division. Mm-hmm. By doing the carve-out for D8 and dividing the remaining schools by seven, you go to 66 schools per division. So, you know, four schools jump up. Uh, um, but um, So with that in mind, they are discussing uh, five divisions for other sports. Mm-hmm. And I thought I heard the number, any sports that's above 400 mm-hmm. will go to five divisions. Now, how they do that, whether they carve out, whether it's five equal divisions, or they make them, like, for basketball, put 64 smaller schools in DA, or Division 5, and the 64 biggest schools in Division 1, and divide the other middle by three, your enrollment ranges will be tighter, but you're going to, you know, you have three divisions battling 200 schools for a state title. Mm-hmm. You know, perception. Right. But those 200 schools are all going to be within your enrollment range versus a school of 850 theoretically going against a school of 2,900. Right. So, um, but th- that's all just in the talking stages. There's no proposal out there yet, uh, four or five equal divisions. But for the first time, it is getting uh, looked at, okay. I guess, or talked about. The yeah, football one for Division Eight. do you think, you know, you personally think that might uh, alleviate bring people some, back. Yeah, either bring them back from eight-man or to gravitate to eight-man? Um, as I mentioned at the rep councils, schools, there are two sets of schools that play eight-man football. Uh, one set plays eight man because they have no one near them to play eleven man for against, mm-hmm. and it's a travel. All their conference schools or neighboring schools play eight man, so it's a travel thing. They don't want to have to travel all around the state. To, and the two biggest examples um, 
in my mind, are Climax, Scotts, and Minden. Two football powers that, you know, when you look at their rosters, you think they could play 11-man, although that's counting their ninth graders that they don't want to play up on varsity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and uh, But I know Climax primarily went to eight-man before their enrollment dropped because their whole league is eight-man. Mm-hmm. So it makes it easier. And Minden, I know their enrollment's dropping. And, and, um, and then the other schools that play eight-man, are schools that don't have enough kids in their school to play 11 man, such as Bangor. Um, we're a school of 250, um, and we just don't get the numbers out to safely play 11 man. And uh, there are a lot of schools like us, and would love to go back to 11 man if we can get the interest back up. But I just I don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Well, and you have most schools have soccer too. Where 20, 30 years ago, right, they didn't have the soccer, and so you're competing. You know, I, I've, I've heard over the years, off and on, shot clock in basketball. Does that come up at all? It comes up, but there's no. I don't think there's support for it. Okay. It's I got the support is from coaches, not from athletic directors. Who's going to run it? Oh, I agree. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, in football they have a shot clock, but the officials keep it on the field. I mean, there are your big schools, your smash schools that the fans can see the. Uh, the clock down on the field, but at small schools, we don't have it, mm-hmm. and the back judge keeps it in his pocket. So, um, you know, if officials can keep a shot clock on a basketball court, um, more power to them. Right. I don't see it coming anytime soon. It's another personnel we have to get, and uh, it's not like, you know, middle school basketball games, you might have our high school seniors um, running the clock at a game mm-hmm. or some volunteer for JV and freshmen, but at varsity game for a shot clock, I'd want somebody that mm-hmm. knows the game and knows right. how to do it. And um, finding those volunteers, because at Bangor we still use volunteers at our table. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't pay them. Um, I, I don't see the school supporting the shot clock anytime soon. Although I know when I was watching our quarterfinal game between Hart and Buchanan, it was the one time I wish we had a shot clock. <laughs> Hart did a great job of just um, working the ball and holding it and, and uh, keeping Buchanan at bay. Mm-hmm. And I thought, ah, this would be a game. But most games, um, there's not a need for a shot clock. Right, yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Fred Smith. We talk items with the Michigan High School Athletic Association. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. Ah, springtime. Time to roll down the windows, crank up the tunes, and enjoy the ride with an auto loan from United Federal Credit Union. Whether you're looking for more room, more pep, or more ways to say way to go to your grad, when you ride with United, you'll get an awesome low rate and your choice of special limited time perks. So don't let this offer pass you by. Visit unitedfcu.com slash auto event today. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Equal Opportunity Lender. For years, people ask, is this Carrie? I say, no, it's Mike. Can I help you? I hear it too. Is this Mike? No, it's Carrie. Now we're hearing it. Is this Carrie? It must be Mike. No, it's Casey. Yeah, I've got it the worst. They ask for Carrie, and I'm not sure if they mean me or my dad. It may cause some confusion when you give us a call, but having four generations serving our community since 1902 is a huge source of pride for all of us. Thank you for trusting our family, providing comfort solutions for your homes and businesses. City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, keeping you in your comfort zone. 
Hi, this is Pat Moody, and Michigan's Great Southwest is a very special place to me. If it's special to you, too, I invite you to see the local businesses, people, and events that I profile each day on MoodyOfTheMarket.com. As soon as we hit publish on a story, it's live for you to see without the wait. Or in your email box each morning, on Facebook, in the business section of Town Cry Wire, and on your desktop and mobile device anytime at MoodyOfTheMarket.com. Brought to you by Siemens in Bridgman and Midwest Family. Grab the sunglasses, you'll need them the next several days. Easter weekend is looking quiet and very pleasant. Bright sunshine will be overhead today, highs near 60. Staying clear tonight, dropping to the mid-30s. Sunday will feature lots more sun, highs in the low 60s. Sunshine sticks around for most of the week, but we won't be seeing any rain. Highs Monday, the upper 60s reaching the mid-70s by Thursday. I'm WSB Team Durologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM, the hotspot in Southwest Michigan. Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Best breakfasts and lunches, especially to start your weekend off or any day for that matter. Espressos and, uh, and a whole lot more. Check them out here in person. Check them out online if you want to first. FullCircleStevensville.com. But better to check them out in person. You walk in here and Correct. smell. It's like, oh, what do I want? It's going to be a tough choice. Brett Smith is joining us as we talk items with the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned uh, this during the uh, the break. One other thing we wanted to touch on, I think it's really cool to see and how much is it, it's exploded, is is girls wrestling at the state level. You know, you offer girls anything, it will explode. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I remember back and I was on the committee when they were discussing adding girls pole vault to, the, uh, to their events. And probably a lot of people don't realize this. The first year that they allowed girls to pole vault, they had a pole vault on the boys' team. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not sure if the thought was there just wouldn't be enough of them. Um, and so the only girls that pole vaulted were <laughs> girls that could score on the boys' team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were your top girls. I mean, because really what boys' coach, uh, what girls' coach wanted to give up a talented athlete one of her events to score on the boys. Right. You know, so, Mm -hmm. you know, the first year they had, uh, you know, several hundred girl pole vaulters, but the next year when they moved it over to a girls event and uh, it's also now coaches develop pole vaulters because they needed them to score for their, for their team. And it's just exploded. Well, the same thing has happened with wrestling. Um, You know, girls have always been able to wrestle and for years they've wrestled on the boys team. And, uh, you know, we have several examples throughout the years where a girl won a state title wrestling in the boys' tournament. Well, a couple years ago, they decided they're going to have their own individual tournament for girls. So during the regular season, girls wrestled with, on the boys' team, and in the dual meets, they wrestled on the boys' team. And um, there were some schools that would put up girls-only invitationals in big draws so the girls could go wrestle girls. Uh, so two years ago, the state split up the individual tournament. They developed a boys, they have a boys individual tournament and a girls individual tournament. And girls could choose to wrestle in one or the other. Okay. They can't wrestle in both. But they still could wrestle in the team tournament with the boys because that was a separate tournament. It hasn't grown enough where we have enough girls teams to have their own girls tournament. But it's growing. Uh, if you've been to Ford Field for the state finals, 
uh, the five formats they have down for the girls. Um, you know, it's fun to watch. It's, they're talented athletes. And so we are looking at next year using the old wrestling format that we had for years for boys is determine a girl state champion from the individual state champion. So if you send five or six girls to the individual finals, you would have a chance of being the state champion um, for the girls. I mean, I remember one year uh, Battle Creek Central never won a dual meet, but they ended up having three wrestlers become state champions, and I think they ended up finishing runner-up. Wow. I mean, in tracks that same way. You can have one top athlete be be a state champion in track uh, at the state finals. So... um, would, would it be one class then coming out? Yeah, it'd be one run. right now. Right now, there's just one class for girls. I, uh, I see. Also, uh, St. Joe's having a men's volleyball team. Club yep. volleyball is that a sport? That's a sport up? that's very popular on the west side up in Grand Rapids. Um, as soon as it gets the minimum number, they will look at it as a state sport. What's the, the minimum number? I think it's 32. Hmm. Okay. I would well, imagine I can see that happen pretty fast. Yeah, I can too. <laughs> yeah, I, we've got some boys at Our Lady of the Lake that have asked, is there any way we can have boys volleyball? Like, well, we've got to find other teams to play. And some more players. Yeah, <laughs> and some more players. Yeah, we can't play with three. If you could, I mean, if you were king for a day, what would be one or two things that you would want to see changed? I'd like sports? to see I'd like to see a third division in eight-man football. But maybe that's more personal than it is professional. Um, I know right now we are the largest, have the highest enrollment cap for eight-man football of any Big Ten state. That's uh, something that the MHSLIs looks at. What are the other states in the Big Ten invoke doing? Um, but you know, I've been around in many schools that eight-man football is football. Uh, there's still some perception that 11 man is the king, but they're still blocking and tackling, and, and we have too many schools that are too large for the tournament that are playing eight man for safety reasons, and I think their kids should have the opportunity to be in a tournament. Not necessarily with Bangor being a tournament, we're not that good yet, but I think at least at the start of the year, having that option to shoot for the tournament is good for our kids. Um, How many teams are ineligible then at eight man for a tournament? I would say maybe 16 to 20. Okay. It's growing. Uh, I mean, the other thing I would like, if if I was king for the day, I would take co-ops in football and classify them like they do in similar to what they do in ice hockey. In ice hockey, because there are so many co-ops, at one time, Division One was made up of all co-ops. Oh. And Division Three had some Class A schools down in it because, the, you know, they're – right. so what they do now for ice hockey, they take all the co-op schools, divide them by a third, and take all the standalone schools, divide them by a third. The two biggest thirds are D1, the next two are D2, and the smallest thirds are D3. So um, – with as I mentioned to Phil, with eight-man football, I think co-op should be classified by the biggest school in their co-op. So if their biggest school is under 215, they should be able, even though the total enrollment is over 215, they should be allowed in the into the playoffs because just because they combine 
they really aren't getting that more that many more kids. Right. There's still small. There's still a small school mm-hmm. with small school kids. Yeah. Well, like last year, our three team uh, co-op ended the season. I think we had um, ten kids. Ten, yeah, I think it was they ten. No kids. kid. Yeah. You know, and, out of three schools. Yes, and. And I think, you know, you, Phil, and I have talked about this. Each school, I think, would like to have their own team. Mm-hmm. You co-op because right. the you option because is you, you don't have, have a team. Right. So you get three options, your own, co-op, or don't have right. a team. Yeah, exactly. And I agree with you. Eight-man football is football. Mm-hmm. It's just less guys. It's no different than arena football, no different than Canadian football. Right. It's still football. I guess finally, before we let you go, if we have you put your athletic director's uh, cap uh, on, do you? And I think we've asked you this several times over the over the years. Do you see or, or foresee anytime soon that the vision you had, like the OK Conference in the Grand Rapids area, do you foresee something like that here in in our corner? I know you'd yeah, like to. When, no, I, 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 I mean I. Um, I think people are traditionalists. Too many changes. There's the fear of um, the big school, small school. Who's going to run? Who actually makes all the decisions? And um, mm-hmm. you know, and unfortunately, conferences are still driven by football, and they will be continually driven by football um, since it's the, it's the only sport that everyone's not in the playoffs. Although it was interesting, they had a um, hybrid committee of uh, four members from the MHSA, four members from the uh, Football Coaches Association Board, four members from the Athletic Directors Association Board, and who am I missing? Four from the Rep Council. 16-member committee to look at what changes can we make or do we need to make for football playoffs? Is it broken? And the thing they came out of it really wasn't broken. The good teams are making it to the state finals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing broken is scheduling can be a problem for good teams and bad teams. Um, but they put four proposals on the table. Two of the proposals were approved nine to seven, and two of them were eight to eight. So that's, and they won't move anything forward unless they have seventy-five to eighty percent. Mm-hmm support for it so uh, of all the proposals that were put out there and one of them was having everybody in the football playoffs um, I'm not sure that solves problems either and you know it may create every time you change something you solve one problem but you create other problems <laughs> so finding that out <laughs> well as always we appreciate you uh, coming in I was good to see you and glad you're uh, you're feeling better <clears throat> better and back at it uh, would yeah. I would I say a hundred percent or almost a hundred percent? Almost hundred percent. I mean, when you're my age, I don't think I'm. I, I don't think I'm going to see a hundred percent anymore. But, um, it's like but, a phone battery. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm happy. I'm enjoying what I'm doing, and mm-hmm. Lord willing, I'll be doing it a few more years. Yeah, well, the folks in Bangor and, are lucky and if to have like you. Like me back on after the May council meeting. First weekend in May is when we do all our okay. big votes. Be happy to come back. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Have a good yep. Easter. You too. Thank you, sir. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back and talk Lakeshore baseball next on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. 
At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. Enjoy our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. Super Saver is the one-of-a-kind local website where you'll always save 50% on certificates for products and services at businesses here in Southwest Michigan. Right now, you can save at Chill Hill Winery in Baroda. $20 certificate, only $10. Division Tire and Battery, $100 certificate, just $50. Save on haircuts and beard trims at the Shave Cave. $30 certificate, a mere $15. Imperial Furniture, $100 certificate, only $50. Have fun with friends at Pete's Cider Social, $20 certificate, just $10. Plus savings at Wright Farms Market, Great Lakes Pondscapes, Smith Indoor Garden Supply, and Stanky Farms. You'll find Zimperacious deals when you go to RadioSuperSaver.com. Just click to explore, shop, then save, save, save. These offers are for a limited time, so go to RadioSuperSaver.com. Na 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 Tiffany Haddish. And I'm Marlon Wayans. African Americans are three times more likely to be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer than any other racial or ethnic group. Access to cutting-edge treatment can help make long-term survival possible. That's why Stand Up to Cancer and the Lust Garden Foundation have teamed up to bring over 30 pancreatic cancer clinical trials to those who need them. For more information about the latest pancreatic cancer research and clinical trials near you, visit pancreaticcancercollective.org. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Also brought to you in part by Rogers Foodland, your family food store. Faster, easier, friendlier. Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski, joined by Lakeshore baseball coach Mark Nate. Good to see you. How you been? Good seeing you guys. It's been a while. Huh? It has been a while, yep. yeah. You Figure we any... get you in before your games start. Yeah, next Tuesday we start. We'll be going full force, so... But it's been a while. I don't think I've been with you guys since maybe before COVID. Probably. It could be. Yeah. yeah. Probably was yeah. at the districts. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, that was an 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, we've been to so many venues together. I mean, what's this, our fifth one? Maybe? <laughs> I think it is, yeah. Well, that's because right. you've lasted that long. <laughs> I don't know how, but here I am. Uh, oh, and, you know, lasting that long, you had brought up the uh, the fact, too, you know, looking back on how long, how many years you've been uh, coaching at Lakeshore and all that. And first thing you said is the memories and the kids. Ah, man, it, you know, just walking in here, I had a kid run by. Hi, Coach. It was Brad Anderson. I think he was on my very first team. Wow. Now he's a doctor and or chiropractor. I don't know. I know he's something in the medical field. And, you know, you just look and say, man, remember that. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't say that out loud, but in my mind, you know. And, you know, he came out and he's running probably five miles right now. And I used to run him to death. You know, how much I've changed. Boy, was I. Maybe I wasn't all there when I ran him like that back 18 years ago, but it wasn't really uh, anything to do with wins and losses. It was more or less about understanding, hey, this is how hard we got to work to get to where we want to get. Mm-hmm. And hopefully that carried over in all their lives, you know, more than just baseball. What, what, what's your philosophy on pitching, things like that? Because you won a couple state titles, then the state championships, you know. What's my philosophy on pitching? 
pitching and how you build a team for that run at the end of the season? I think the whole thing is is what you put in is what you get out. And, and if you practice as hard as you play and if you enjoy practice as much as you enjoy the games, it will carry over. And, and, and right now, this group that I have right now, I'm really – I love every one of them. I mean, they're fun. There's been times that, you know, when you carry – sometimes you carry 17, 18 kids – you know, you just don't have that chemistry with all of them. Mm-hmm. We have 13, and I love every one of them. I mean, it's just fun. So if you all work hard and you put everything in, and over the years, I'll, I've never had to ask my kids to come and bring it off. It, it was there, you know, and, and it still is, and I've been blessed with that. But pitching, hitting, everything, you know, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, but if we try to perfect it in a practice, we're never going to be perfect, but if we keep on doing it, and back before we had turf, and we've been so blessed with Bob Cohn, what he's done, and I'm getting to your getting to my answer here, and I'm bouncing around doing it. Back when we raked the field, we did it perfect. You know, back when we mowed the field, we did it perfect. When we put our things away, or we dress, everything's perfect. So you you never are going to master perfection, but you have to. So. When you get out there, you know, and I've learned from the best, Denny. I mean, he practices with those girls, and you practice and practice, and you put pressure on the kids every day at practice, and there's there's no excuses. And as long as our kids, and they have for 18 seasons or 18 years, they've always bring it every day to practice. And sometimes it doesn't happen, and sometimes it does. And I feel that the more we put in, the more pressure I can put on them in practice, mm-hmm. there's nothing they can't handle in a game situation. And if you can really want that pressure on you at that moment, we're going to be fine. But if you're scared of it, that's when we're, <laughs> we're in trouble. You know, so we try to master it every day at practice. Pitching, you know, we really are on them a lot, you know, about just throwing strikes. It doesn't matter if you're throwing 90, if you're throwing 70. If you throw strikes, what we work on every day in practice will come into play. If you don't let our defense work then and walk people, well, you're probably not going to end up on top. So that's been our perfection. I believe that in every sport. Repetition, repetition, repetition. We should try that. Yeah, that might be a good idea. I think you guys have been doing it a long time, yeah, don't you? Yeah, exactly. no we still haven't perfected yet. Well, not with us either. But a lot of times they don't realize that until after they've graduated. You know what? And that's the. I think that's the real. You know, that's when I really feel the sentimental part of what I've done. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the state titles or the wins or the losses. It's, hey, coach, how you doing? You know, yeah. man, thank you so much. You were so, it was so fun. And, you know, like, I'm all done coaching my own kids. And, you know, was it more sentimental when my last son played for me or my first son finished? No, it's all the same. All the kids to me, it's, it, it hasn't been any different. This year I have no kids myself on the field. And it's same as they all, mm-hmm. they're all my kids, you know. So it's mm-hmm. one of those things that you look back and you, yes, that's the, you know, I can go on and on and on about the list of players and still in contact with me to this day, you know. So that's the re- that's the reward. Yeah, it is. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Mark Nate as we talk Lakeshore baseball. We're at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Hi, this is Brian Lairs with Campbell Ford Lincoln and Niles. When you walk into the dealership, you're going to find out right away it's a nice laid-back feel. Second of all, we have more inventory than any dealers in the area, which is a surprise to people sometimes because, you know, we're Niles and they don't expect that. I think right now we got about 125, 
130 vehicles out there. We have experienced people that know their product, and we try to help the customer get what they came here to, to get. Campbell Ford Lincoln, best bottom line is always at the state line. You are ready to travel. And by travel, we're talking capital T, travel. It all begins at South Bend International Airport. Surprised? Over a quarter million of your neighbors do it every year. Non-stop to locations around the country and connections to the rest of the world. Time to scratch the travel itch at South Bend International Airport. Easy parking, shorter lines, no big city traffic. Travel today at flysbn.com. Happy starts here. You've taken all the risk. You shoulder all the responsibility. You had an idea and heroically propelled it further than others could imagine. You, you're an independent local business owner. You drive our economy, which drives our country forward. And that is no small feat. And for that, we have nothing but respect. It's the reason in 1958 we started our business here in Southwest Michigan. We believe our community will benefit from knowing your story, the difference you make, and why choosing you matters. We can relate because we, too, are an independent, locally-owned business for seven decades. Midwest family has been here working alongside local business owners and taking risks just like you. What matters is your success. Our team is ready to listen. Risk takers like you deserve this level of respect. Allow us to do the legwork to bring you fully vetted marketing blueprints focused on meeting your business goals. Then choose the direction you feel is best. Take the first step by requesting your free strategy analysis at risktakersunite.com. Risktakersunite.com, powered by Midwest family. Midwest family. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. Great way to start your weekend uh, for the Easter weekend is a uh, great breakfast or lunch and then uh, kick off the uh, the rest of the day. Easter egg hunts and the, the You got Easter one at your parties. house again? <laughs> well, I, still have, I still have eggs uh, laying around from last year. Oh, my God. <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> Martin Eighth, the baseball coach at Lakeshore, is joining us. You were just telling us during the break that this might be the uh, one of the hardest schedules that Lakeshore has had as far as baseball. Is that you're doing or oh, is yeah. that Greg's I, doing? No, that's, well, both of us. Yeah. I mean, Greg's great at what he does. And I, I you know, I've, I always want the hardest schedule I can possibly get. Mm-hmm. And not that our schedules have been easy in the past. Right. You know, oh, you they've all been tough. I mean, this year it's really, we picked up uh, Jenison. We picked up Orchard Lake St. Mary's. picked up Grand Blank. You know, I mean, so from top to bottom, and it's going to be fun. You know, I mean, a 20 win season this year would be quite a goal. Now, obviously, you want to go win a district and then right. move on, but, mm-hmm. you know, there's two seasons in this, and our first season is loaded. It's going to be fun. I, I love my players. I think we're, we can, you know, we'll, we'll go through our ups and downs, which is fine. I mean, at the, uh, you do this for a while, you realize that is it, it's not about winning the battle, it's about, you know, winning at the end in the war and you know you can lose a couple in between and but as long as you learn from it and i think you know out of the shoot we'll struggle i mean penn's gonna be they always come at us with everything they got and then we have gold lake and then we have celine up at hudsonville and then you know it just never gets any easier so but that's also done on purpose because we want to play the best Mm -hmm. you know so to be the best you got to you got to know how to handle playing with right. the best. Yeah, so. you play the best, but I think it's also cool to play schools that you're just nobody is familiar with. You go, oh, this ought to be an interesting game. You, you know, that's interesting because it, it is that it, when when we don't know the other opponent or anybody on the field and they're really good, it doesn't matter. We just play our game. 
But if you come back and you play a local team, and my kids know everybody on that team, it it seems a totally different game because you know them personally. Like, man, we want to beat these guys. I know these people. And it, it really, that's the hardest thing about coaching. Does it really matter if we know know the people <laughs> personally or not? But why do we play so much better when we're playing teams that we don't know? Yeah. But then we know somebody, or if it's Bering Springs close to us, or if it's St. Joe, well, you really want to beat them. And it's almost like you change your total approach of what we've done. Well, why, what does it matter? Right. Just because you're friends with these people and Back when we played, we weren't friends with people from St. Joe. No, we weren't friends. No, I, I, I agree 100 like, everybody, everybody gets along. I'm like, not when I play. I no, like, no. And, you, you know, and now, some of them now. now they'll, you know, what, text each other before the game. How yeah. you doing? You know, I'm like, what? I see that at basketball courts. So I'm like, man, I never talk to the opponent. No. Yeah. It, it's that, different. It's like. Are, are you happy? Did I see Orchard St. Mary's went up to D1? Yep. That's but you know, you, uh, you know, they were always fun to play. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean. They were loaded in the pitching. Though. Oh, they were loaded all the, way, all the way around. In 18, we happened to beat them. In 21, they got us. And But just to be able to be on the same field with somebody at that caliber was special. You know, and, and I mean, we're probably getting way ahead of ourselves here, but University Liggett moved, Liggett moved up to our division, and it's another, you know, private school. With They're just, I don't want to say they're just as good, but they're really good. But, you know, we can't think about playing Liggett. we gotta, we got to somehow get through that district where last year, you know, Berrien Springs, and they're going to be really good, and Niles is going to be a lot better, and, you know, Edwardsburg's still there. So that's a, you know, let's just have fun with this season and see how good we can get at the end. And if it falls short, then... It does. If it goes the way we want it to go, well, then great. But one thing for sure, we're not going to leave anything out there. We're going to put every, everything we got into it. How many times over the years have we said whoever comes out of that district could probably make a run? It is. It's, uh, you know, that's something that I, I guess when I first started coaching back in 06, I'd hear that, and it was something that never really, I don't know, never, is that true? I don't know. You know, does that really matter what district? But over the 17, 18 years, it's true. You know, that's, mm-hmm. unf- you know, fortunately, it's been us more than not, right. you know. And But anybody that is, Eversburg has been really good for years, you know. Marion Springs last year, if they, you know, their pitchers, their lefty, he's a good, good looking kid. He, he's going know, to state. He's going to Michigan State and he may get drafted right here. You know, I mean, he's a, he's going to be a tough out, but, you know, you give credit where credit's due. And, you know, he beat us once, he could beat us again. So, um, but, you know, this year, uh, it doesn't matter who you draw. It's a tough district. Yeah. As you look in the conference, who are the, the top teams? The oh, conference? man, I, from what I hear, is our conference is maybe as tough as it's been in years. Uh, Madawan obviously went to the final eight last year. Maybe, you know, Battle Creek Lakeview went to the final four. Port Central is going to be really good. Northern is going to be very good. St. Joe's going to be up. Um, you know, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a really, really battle. I mean, where, you know, the winner of that conference might have six losses this year. And, you know, wow. and, and just because it's it's going to fall on who's pitching for you on this day and who's right. pitching for them, how do you match up? Um, and then, of course, it, it, it will get us better at the end, mm-hmm. which is always fun. In the smack, do you play home and home, or is it just one doubleheader at once? Just one doubleheader. Okay. It alternates yearly. Mm-hmm. Is it one division or two divisions? One division. Wow. Yep. That is. That, which is be, great. Because mm-hmm. then you got your That's ultimate. Really good baseball. Yeah. You got your ultimate winner. Right. You know, and it's almost, I, I mean, how do I say this? 
it's almost harder to win that conference than it is <laughs> to, you know, I mean, win a state mm-hmm. championship. I mean, yeah. if you do it, I mean, I think we've only won three in 18 years, and, you know, it's really tough conference. You know, you got every day, it's a, and I'm not saying it's easier, it's harder than, you know, I'm not degrading the the postseason runs. Oh, no. I'm just saying Different that conference class. is, yes, it's a tough, but it's fun day in, day out. When you have Madawan on a Tuesday and then you've got to turn around and play Port Central <laughs> on a Thursday, that's a tough task, right? I mean, where most conferences around here play one league doubleheader a week mm-hmm. or where we have them, you know, Tuesday, Thursday. Oh, wow. So it all depends how, you know, and maybe this two teams got rained out and then we played, but then we got to play Thursday. So they kept their one and two and we're down to our three and four. So it's all about matchups, but it's also a challenge. There's no excuse. Hey, this, this got, let's go, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, I think it happened when we went to play Madawan. We played Port Central at home on a Tuesday. We threw our one and two. Madawan got rained out on Tuesday. And then we play them Thursday, and they have their one and two against our three and four. And we somehow went there and got two wins. And you're just like, wow. So the kids got to step up in that moment. Yeah. You know? All right, we'll take a break. More coming up as we talk Lakeshore Baseball with Coach Mark Nate. We're at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph. A Texas judge striking down use of the common abortion drug mifepristone despite 23 years of FDA approval, but a competing opinion in Washington state held that the drug should remain accessible. An appeals court will now have to weigh in. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas defending himself against a ProPublica report that exposed him for not disclosing vacations on the dime of a wealthy Republican donor for decades. Thomas saying the donor is a dear friend of 25 years, inviting him on family trips. The fact that that amount of money from someone so influential uh, was not disclosed is just another blow to the court's credibility. Um, he's not the only one that has, has you know, failed to disclose certain things over time. That is for sure. Uh, but certainly this is something that has raised a lot of eyebrows legitimately, I think, although now the justice says uh, he will continue and abide by some new rules, which were just enacted uh, a couple weeks ago. ABC's Devin Dwyer. Pope Francis said to deliver his Easter vigil mass tonight at St. Peter's Basilica, followed by his Easter message in St. Peter's Square on Sunday. I'm Derek Dennis. Grab the sunglasses, you'll need them the next several days. Easter weekend is looking quiet and very pleasant. Bright sunshine will be overhead today, highs near 60. Staying clear tonight, dropping to the mid-30s. Sunday will feature lots more sun, highs in the low 60s. Sunshine sticks around for most of the week, but we won't be seeing any rain. Highs Monday, the upper 60s reaching the mid-70s by Thursday. I'm WSB Team Durologist Jessica Burns. From Full Circle Cafe at Espresso Bar in downtown Stevens Hill, it's the coaches, Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski, and Mark Nate as we talk Lakeshore uh, baseball. We were talking about the uh, the difficulty of the the conference coming up. And um, for you, you know, pitching-wise, you mentioned pitching your one and two or your three and four. Or realistically, for this year, how deep can you go pitching-wise? Maybe as deep as we've been. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's – I mean, I think we can go seven eight deep. Um you know, we have, obviously, uh, Noah, who's been our ace. He's won 18 games in the last two years, freshman and sophomore. I mean, that's that's pretty good, 18 wins in two years as an uh-huh. underclassman. Um, and you have Zach Warren, who, you know, a couple years ago threw a no-hitter in the semi. Um, then we picked up, uh, we got a new assistant principal, like sure, uh, Mike Voda came in, and we got lucky to bring his kid with him. He's going to Butler. He's a good pitcher. 
you know, and then um, it, the list, I could, we, we only have 13 kids on our team, and when you have seven or eight of them that can pitch, it's pretty interchangeable. And we haven't had that in years, but it doesn't really matter how deep you are. It matters about that one game, right? Right. So um, where it does come into play is, you know, hey, we have a Tuesday game, a Thursday game, a Saturday game. You know, so it, it could kind of reflect that, okay, we can play in the Saturday game where in the past we'd run out. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the end, only one can pitch at a time anyway, so... Um, we hopefully you're going to narrow it down to what's our best lineup, what's our best, who's our best chance to win the game. And it's all about winning the district, you know. So all 37 and 38 games that we play, hopefully we'll find out who's our best and what's our best lineup. And, and then we feel really good about ourselves going in. I mean, in some years you don't feel good about yourself because we never figured it out. So hopefully we can figure that out in 37, 38 games. Who's our best and what's our best lineup. And meaning our best might not be our best pitcher it might be what sets us up best you know what's our best defense behind him mm-hmm. you know so we have a lot to learn this year you know i mean it's gonna be fun i mean we're, we're not gonna go out there and, and go 41 and all i mean we're we're gonna have our you know 20 wins would be a great season for us with this schedule 18 i mean we could go 500 and still run seven off at the end, you know, so as long as we keep working and learning from our mistakes, why did we lose? What did we do right? What did we do wrong? And let's, let's fix the bad things and perfect the good things. Right. You know, for your pitchers, I yeah, say has a pitch count, which limits how many they can throw. But in April, do your pitchers even get close to that, or you kind of um, don't let them get to that level even, or does well, it matter? If it's 75 degrees on Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, They'll throw 35 pitches because I need them all. It's going to be like a refresh, our sure. first game. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's just see. Let's try to get all seven on the mound, 35 pitches. Hopefully we don't need to go seven deep. If you go three pitches, three pitchers at 35 pitches each, I get you over 100. We should finish a game with that. Um, but come Thursday league, um, we if it's nice weather, we'll push them all the way through. Okay. I mean, we all want to win. <laughs> We're not, you know, hey, if somebody's got it going on right now, and, you know, if, if one of our pitchers gets where we want them, they can finish a game in 60 pitches. Okay. I mean, and now that means you're pitching for to contact. You're letting your defense work. I mean, today's Joel, Joel and Connor Brawley, they'd finish a game in 60 pitches complete. I think Noah's done that maybe once. Maybe last year, you know, 58 pitches complete game. Mm-hmm. So you can really – that pitch count is there. You and it's all about trusting your defense and, hey, mm-hmm. I don't need to strike everybody out because it might take six pitches to strike somebody out where it could take one pitch for your shortstop to field it and throw the guy throw yeah. the guy out. So that's why I'm really, you know, it, it, I, I really believe that our one, two, and three pitchers, if they just throw strikes and not worry about striking people out, it will be a real fun year. Start struggling, going uphill battle, not finding or locating. Well, then it you make it hard you know so we'll see you know hitting wise you know a number of years ago they changed to the bat restrictions to cut down on homers and you didn't see hardly any there for a while has that bounced back up the last few no 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 i mean the, the home run numbers are down i mean you know it's kind of helped us right in 2016 you know it's kind of when we made a transition into a lot of small ball. I've always loved Like the old Kansas City Royals? Yeah, I, I mean, it, it bunt when they don't think you're bunting. Bunt when they think you're bunting. Mm-hmm. You know, always bunt. 
and always run and keep the pressure on them. When that happens, I mean, for that to happen, you still got to be able to hit, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, so we got to hit first. Um, and yeah, that the pitch counts changed the game, I believe, into our favor in 2017. Uh, the bats have changed the game, I believe, into our favor because our kids work so hard and they can run and they smart enough to identify, okay, what's the defense showing me? Um, he's giving me a bunt down the third baseline right now. I might as well just take it. Mm-hmm. Because if I just lay it down, it's going to be a really tough play for them to throw me out. But then I'm stealing second. And if they throw me out, they throw me out. I should have been out in the first place. They gave me the hit. <laughs> you know, so it, it, no different than if, if somebody makes an error in front of us. You know, we're like, hey, he should have been out anyway. Let's run him. You know, so try to just stay aggressive. And that's what the bat change did is make you very aggressive. And, and we're not good at that right now. And we're, our base running last year I thought was poor. Um, so many things that we did wrong last year that I failed the kids as a coach and didn't get so demanding. I didn't get detail. And when you have almost everybody back from a team that went to the state final, and all they did was win. How do you, how do you knock them? How do you, you know, hey, they they won. You just let them go. Where then you get beaten a district, and you're like, it's on me. It's not on anybody else. It's man, you really let little things slip. Where this year, it wakes you up, and you, we're not letting anything slip. I'm not gonna let anything slip. We're talking uh, Lakeshore baseball with Coach Mark Nate, uh, senior heavy team. Or are you pretty uh, well? Six seniors. Okay. Um, Three or four juniors and all, one freshman and three sophomores. Okay. You know, and uh, like I said, man, I really like them all. They're fun. They get along great. You know, I don't know if they can handle pressure yet. That's going to be my. Uh, we'll yeah, you know, they're really good with practice. And we get on the field, and the next thing you know, what? Is this the same team we've been practicing? That's what Phil and I did with this show. Same thing. <laughs> you know, yesterday, 8 a.m. It's really good. Quick story. Yesterday, you know, every Friday we go out after practice, we go to the house, and we get them pizza. And they're at my house, and they're all playing basketball. What the heck? You got to let Phil and I know. <laughs> yeah. They're all playing basketball, and they're just, you know, they're all playing, you know, and they're all making every shot. And I said, well, put something on it. Whoever loses got to jump in the pool. The pool's 30 degrees. <laughs> All 12 of them missed. <laughs> I go, the one minute I put something on you guys, and that is us in a nutshell right there. Who wants to step up when, the, when it's uh-huh. on the line? Where Connor, Joel, Max Gation, when they won the state, Trey Tebow, they all wanted that moment, right? So that's where I'm really, that's where I'm trying to find the button to push with these guys to say, hey, who really, everybody can hit when we're up 8 nothing. Mm-hmm. How about when we're down 2 nothing? Who wants? To, who really wants to hit right now? You haven't yeah. seen Phil and I play. <laughs> <laughs> well, number one, you won't be up 2 nothing. <laughs> have you ever, you know, a few years ago, the Houston Astros got dinged for, uh, banging the drum for stealing signs and stuff. Have you ever come a game across where you're like, I swear they're stealing our signs? Oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> and, and one thing I'll say about Houston, they did win the World Series. It, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, call it what you want. That's part of the game. And, and, you know, a couple years ago, you know right away. A couple years ago, we were, we were playing in the district championship against Edwardsburg, and Matt DeFay was pitching up in Edwardsburg, and I was thinking to myself, how did that kid know? How did he know what? And I started looking, and sure enough, I I, I picked it out. So we had a, we do a card system. So I had to tell my catcher, hey, switch it all up. Everything that's this pitch is now that pitch. You know, so you know. I mean, you catch it. If out of the blue, Orchard Lake, when two years ago, 
uh, Noah was pitching great and it was 0 0. And the kid was playing for Oklahoma State now, he's lighting it up. I was like, how did he know that was coming? I go, man, it's almost like he knows. Well, our catcher was only given one sign. I wasn't smart enough to realize, and that's one-on-one, right? And we just didn't, you know, they were tipping it from second, the guy on second base to the hitter in a way that we couldn't see that they were tipping it. So it was either with open mouth, closed mouth, I don't know, something really discreet. Mm-hmm. But you know right away, how is he on that pitch right now? Yeah. You know, it, it, like there's no way he knew that pitch was coming. Do teams, do opposing teams, like put somebody in the outfield? I mean, I mean, I, I get uh, players trying to steal. You see, that's a, that goes on forever. But do you ever seen that where like they try to the put other side of the fence, in, like a fan? fans or something? To, to see oh, you mean to put a fan in out there yeah, to try to catch our catcher side? Like a top your no. stadium looking. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I never. <laughs> I never thought about that. Hey, that guy out there that. in right center is getting <laughs> right. my pitches. I don't know. <laughs> Who's that guy at the top of the Yeah, he's going up there in his binoculars. I wonder what he's doing. Flash like Morris Coat. <laughs> hey, we were talking to uh, Fred Smith earlier about uh, items with the uh, the MHSAA. Do you foresee, uh, would you like to see baseball being seated by power rankings? I think it would be fun if, uh, it would be fun. I think it would be very confusing, very hard to really do. I think. I think the old traditional way is go draw it out of a hat. Who you play in your district's your district. Mm-hmm. I mean, number one, districts is king. Right? It's everybody wants to win your district, right? So that would kind of pull away from the district, right? If, if we happen to be the 16th seed and Grand Rapids Christian's the number one seed, you know. And you got to go play somebody in East Kentwood, you know, mm-hmm. compared to that Saturday that everybody can't wait for off spring. Right. Right. Softball, yeah. baseball. Hey, district Saturdays this week. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's mm-hmm. just so special to play those teams that you know. And, you know, it's fun. It's a battle. No matter how good you are or, or how poor you are, you have a chance to win on that Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if you start seeding, I don't know. It might. I mean, I mean, does it really matter? I mean, we're changing so many things this day and age that meaningless. They're, they're meaningless. Why are you changing? You know, our girls softball and us, we're not even at the same venue. Right. And, you know, for two years. You know, and we're, we're split. You know, we're in Bering Springs. They're in Eversburg. Last year was opposite. And. You know, what if you have a daughter and a son? Mm-hmm. Right? That was the whole thing. What? Yeah. You know, so I don't understand that whole change. Just keep us like it's always been. You know, we don't need to be seated. We don't need, hey, the best team at the end is going to be standing, right? It doesn't matter where you're seated. Um, you got to play the 17 game on the field. And um, now there's a lot of people say, well, you know what? The best two teams are playing right away. Well, <laughs> That's the way it is. Somebody's going golfing early. <laughs> so your district is at Berrien this year? Yep, we're at Berrien, well, which will nice be really exciting for us. Yeah, it's close. It's You know, obviously they beat us last year. Uh, can't take Niles Light. Can't take Eversburg Light. Um, and then Berrien, obviously, is the, the one wearing the crown right now. And that's, you know, they're the ones we got to knock off. So we got to use all 37, 38 games to, to beat those two teams that Saturday. And maybe one one game on Tuesday. We don't know. We'll see how it draws. Who's uh, who's helping you on the coaching staff? Oh, same you? old guys. Yeah. Paul Knuth, Mark Allen, my brother Jeff, my son Johnny, Brad Wheeler, Mark Allen, Matt Kime. We have seven. Yeah, we have a coach for every player. 
You got more coaches than some teams have players. It's I, fun though, man. Yeah. They bring a lot of energy and so many different views. You know, so many different ideas, almost to to a fault. You know, the kids' heads are spinning when three coaches tell them three different things in right. five minutes. Yeah, it, it, it can also go the other way. So I try to say, hey, l- no talking right now. Just let them find their way. You know, let them find their way. It's their team. Let them go. And that is an issue, though. What sure. you just brought up when you have multiple coaches sure. and they're here. And, Everybody's got to you know, know their role. Right, you know, right. Matt's got to be our third base coach. Jeff's got to be our first base coach. Paul, you're doing the book. If you got an idea, come up to me. You know, I mean, everyone does. And, you know, it's it's chemistry there. It's, it's, right. a, it's a spot that i got to coach my coaches, you mm-hmm. know. And, hey, everybody knows their role. Lay off him. You may be trying to help him, but he's here in a whole different way right now. Right. You know, and then – Johnny goes up and says a different thing. Jeff says a different thing. Next thing you know, he didn't digest the first thing that was told uh-huh. him. And it's not his fault. He's 16, 17, 18 years old. And, you know, and I see it. It's almost like, get, I don't need to hear all this right now, right? Well, I agree too. So we're trying to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. Simplify it and let them go. Now, during practice, fill, yeah. fill their heads. I don't care. But when it comes to a game, it's about playing. So Yeah, the ring But I, 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 I've been so blessed with my coaching staff for for 17 of the 18 years Brad's with been with me he uh, does your pitching Brad Wheeler yeah. yeah and and he's competitive as they become you he know. played minor league ball yep triple yeah. a with the Red Sox and you know it was uh and he brings that same same competitiveness you know he wants to win as they all do mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not rec ball we're out there to play we're out there to win and when you lose it's you go right back to work to say hey let's figure this out yep yeah. Always good to see you. So you're going to uh, kick off the season uh, this upcoming week? Tuesday at Tuesday. Penn. So I don't think we've ever beat them at Penn. We, oh. we beat them at home quite a bit. Um, it, it, it's a fun start, you know, and then go Lake and then Celine at Hudsonville. I mean, hey, it doesn't. that's what we want, though. Let's go, you know. I'm excited. The one thing to look at too, you know, look forward to is you, your facility there at Lakeshore. So many times you're hosting the Saturday tournaments, and if you want to see good baseball on a Saturday, man, just drive by, stop by, and watch for a while. You know, we've been we're proud of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's something that we're proud of. I'm, I think I'm more proud of every Saturday you can come by and say, man, that's a good game right there. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good good matchup. Go watch good baseball. That's, you, you know, you, when you start, that was what I really wanted to do. And Steve left me the, the door wide open to do it. And he was great what he did. And he built it up. And then I kind of took it on stride. But that's where you want to go. You know, I mean, every weekend, I think the first weekend we're away, we're in uh, Hudsonville. And then after that, we have four straight Saturdays where everybody in the state wants to come play on the turf. Right. You know, so we've been blessed with that, with not having to leave and still play good competition. But I... I don't like playing every game at home. You got to go play on the right. dirt mm-hmm. too, you know. Yeah. So as a result, we may not hear from Coach for a while yeah. this season because he's going to be <laughs> coaching every Saturday. Down here yeah. Well, thank you. Good to see you. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. It was fun. Yeah. Good luck this season. All right. Thank you. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk Benton Harbor baseball next Thanks on News Talk Sports ninety four point nine WSJM. Thanks.
At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in Southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at fullcircle.com. See you soon. We love you. For years, people ask, is this Carrie? I say, no, it's Mike. Can I help you? I hear it too. Is this Mike? No, it's Carrie. Now we're hearing it. Is this Carrie? It must be Mike. No, it's Casey. Yeah, I've got it the worst. They ask for Carrie, and I'm not sure if they mean me or my dad. It may cause some confusion when you give us a call, but having four generations serving our community since 1902 is a huge source of pride for all of us. Thank you for trusting our family, providing comfort solutions for your homes and businesses. City Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, keeping you in your comfort zone. What does it take to be one of the best places to work in Michigan's great Southwest? If you're hearing this, you can help us answer that question right now at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. Hi, I'm Zach East, the director of the award series for Moody on the Market, inviting you to head to the website right now and nominate a local business or nonprofit for our annual Best Places to Work, presented by the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber, Silver Beach Pizza, and the Inn at Harbor Shores, with support from United Way of Southwest Michigan, Parrot Company, and Conserva Irrigation. Our volunteer judging panel, including Pat Moody, want to hear the stories of great businesses and organizations in Berrien, Cass, and Van Buren counties that are making a positive impact for their workforce, the local economy, and are deserving of recognition. See the eligibility requirements and make your nominations right now at MoodyOnTheMarket.com and click Award Series. Brought to you by the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber, Silver Beach Pizza, and the Inn at Harbor Shores. Get your nominations in before April 23rd at midnight at MoodyOnTheMarket.com. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. We always say that love is served fresh daily. Love is definitely served this Easter weekend. Stop in and uh, check it out and start your uh, Easter weekend with, uh, with a, an amazing breakfast. Again, they've even got a uh, special spring menu. Uh, that they're kicking off as well. So check that out and get, get things rolling for Easter weekend here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. Phil McDonald, Brett Witkowski, joined by Robert Crossley as we talk Benton Harbor Baseball. Thanks for coming in. Good to see you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. It's always a, uh, a fun time of uh, year to get baseball underway, isn't it? Yes, sir. It's a, it's a, it's a f- sure sign of spring. Some people say they you know see certain birds around or certain flowers coming up through the ground. If we're talking baseball, Definitely. it's spring. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys had a chance to get any games? Yeah, we got one um, this past Tuesday. We played uh, St. Joe. Okay. Yeah. One game. St. Joe. St. Joe. St. <laughs> yeah. How, how, how are you guys doing on numbers? Good. Real good this year. Yeah, we're uh, up to like 15. Uh, okay. Which is good. Yeah. That is a nice number. Yeah. Yeah. And then excited. Uh, they're showing up. That's he texted great. me now. I wanted to practice today. No, no, no. I'm gonna enjoy the weekend. Uh, uh, finally got some decent weather coming. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, we had nine kids actually yesterday to be uh, Friday and no school, so that was good. Yeah, yeah. That's really. How, how hard is it to develop uh, pitching? Because that that to me is the key in, in boys in baseball. You know, in softball, you can throw as many as you want. It doesn't seem to, to wear on the shoulder, but in baseball, it wears on the shoulder pretty hard. What, how do you get your pitchers to develop to where they can get out there, you know, 70, 80 pitches in the game? 
Uh, it's kind of hard right now because I got a bunch of inexperienced guys. Uh, never really played baseball. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going through that. I mean, you know. So we just uh, going by committee right now. You know, keep a count. Uh, Tuesday, first pitcher was uh, Dewan Webster. He went like throw like 68 pitches. Okay. And I took him out because of the weather. And whatever. It's cold. So you've got guys, like you said, you know, a guy that never played or played very little baseball, and you're looking for them to, to go to the mound. Is it you, or do you have somebody else working with your pitchers trying to develop them? Yeah, me and uh, Coach Brooks, we're both working with them, working with the pitchers. Uh, just me and Coach Brooks, that's it right now. Yeah. What's the hardest spot to fill on a team when you, you don't have a lot of experience? <laughs> Catcher. Oh, I bet, oh, yeah. yeah. Catcher. But here's, here's the thing. Uh, when we first first got in the gym, I'm looking at my coach. I'm like, hey, man, we don't got no catching. We're going to have to figure something out. I got a couple guys that I think can pitch, but who's going to get behind the plate? Mm-hmm. So I had uh, Monty Duckett. He came up to me and said, like, hey, coach, I'll catch. So I looked at Coach Brooks and like, whoa, okay. Put the guy back there and, uh, hey, he's going to surprise a lot of people. Nice. What year is he for you? He's a junior. Okay, so you get, so you get him trained. You got another year yeah, out of him. Yeah, yeah, he's he's dropping down to his knees, blocking balls. I'm looking. I'm, I'm we played St. Joe Tuesday. I'm wide eyed, like whoa. I haven't really had a chance to work with him. But he know baseball. When we talk, he say he watched a lot of videos and that. Hmm. Self talk. Good. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up as we talk to the Benton Harbor Baseball with head coach Robert Crossley. We're at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Spring has sprung at Siemens in Bridgman. Shortage of new vehicles? Not at Siemens. They have over 125 new vehicles in stock with more on the way. Siemens has been beating up on the factory to send more vehicles, and they've been successful. Drive to Bridgman to see the fresh, new selection. But hurry, these sharp, fresh new vehicles won't be around long. The great selection of new Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Mazda vehicles is waiting for you. See Siemens in Bridgman today. You'll be really glad you did. Enjoy Easter Sunday with the family at the Easter Brunch Buffet at the Inn at Harbor Shores. Open 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. inside our Harborview Ballroom, featuring breakfast action stations, carved meat stations, desserts, and more. Just $10 for children ages 2 to 6, $22 ages 7 to 12, and $45 per person ages 13 and up. Reservations are required by calling 408-9108. Or enjoy the a la carte brunch menu at Plank's Tavern from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Looking for future leaders we can trust and believe in? Look no further than the high school student-athletes right here in Michigan. High school sports teach young people how to be effective leaders. It begins by making their grades and being on time for practice. It includes learning to listen, following directions, accepting responsibility, being a good role model. And it's about respect for officials, opponents, the rules, and each other. The result? It transcends sports. It gives us hope for the future. High school sports. There's so much more than just a game. 
This message presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association and the Michigan Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. From Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville, the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM, Phil McDonald, Brett Wachowski, and Robert Crossley. As we talk about in Harbor Baseball, Coach, it's been uh, up until now rather cold spring, a, a rainy spring. Have you guys, have you and the guys been able to get out and practice much outside, or has a lot of it been in the gym? A lot of it's been in the gym. Kids want to get out. We got out yesterday. We've probably been out maybe like maybe three, four times so far. But the rest of it's in the gym, which you can't get too much of nothing done in the gym. Right. Because you got the girls on one side, softball, you know. So what I do is they are down, we're up. And the hops in the gym are pretty smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, there's no hops. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get plenty of batting practice done yeah, in the that, gym. That, that's yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, but that's about it, yeah. How do you like <clears throat> being part of a conference now for baseball? Oh, that's great. That's that's special. I tell the kids that all the time. Now you can get recognition for being in a conference. It's really good. And also, if you have to make a game up, Right. In the conference, you got to make that game. You know, being independent, teams are in another conference. They don't have to make the game up with right. you because they got to make the game up with the conference team. So that's a great. It's great to be in a conference. And, and you got it. And it is a great baseball conference. Oh yeah, Cannon, which has done well, won yeah. state championship last year. Barry right. Springs is one traditionally year. good. Brandywine, Gawaja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I good competition. The, for yeah, them. I told the kids it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough because all the teams in the conference are pretty good. Like you said, uh, Berrien, they won the districts last year, and uh, Buchanan, they won state. So, And Brandywine and DeWadrick is pretty pretty good every year. So it's going to be rough, but we'll be fine. Uh, it takes time. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years, we'll be we'll be knocking on the door in about another year or two. Yeah. yeah. Well, when Benton Harbor was independent, you'd just find a game yeah. you know, against anyone, or anyone. Now that you've got the, the conference, when it comes to scheduling non-conference games, do you, you know, look at other teams, see what they've done in the past, and say, you know, go to Michael Van Hoven, hey, can we do this, can we do this, or does he just, do you trust him, you know, here's your schedule? A little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. I go to him and, and, and request games sometimes. So far, he's already had it done together. Because, like I said, this is my second year, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to kind of get in the feel for right. what's going on. Uh, I was an assistant for 11 years under Danny. Uh, so it's a lot different being a head coach and an assistant. You don't have as much responsibilities as an right. assistant, as a head coach. It's a whole nother ball game. What, what, what were some of the surprises for you being the head coach last year in your first year that maybe you didn't expect or you thought were not going to be as big as they were? Pretty much what this uh, field said, elaborating on um, scheduling games, uh, just you have to go over all the details. Everybody's looking at you. Everybody's everybody's counting on you. Mm-hmm. You the guy now. You know what I mean? Uh, I can't come late to practice. I can't. Hey, I'll be five minutes late. I got to be ten minutes early because everybody's looking for Coach Rob. Yeah. <laughs> so, just a whole lot of stuff I didn't know. Uh, but uh, after getting the year under my belt, I'm pretty good now. I'm good. Got when, a lot of stuff together. When it comes to pitching, how many uh, guys can you comfortably go to right now, knowing that you're going to be bringing some more guys around? How many guys really have, I, I, I guess, enough experience under their belt? For you? I, I can go with, like, five. Okay. 
and that's a, that's a good number. Uh, I just told the guys, be relaxed up on the mound, uh, take the time. Uh, this is a new experience for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of kids haven't played a lot. Uh, what's the hardest thing to teach a new pitcher? What's the main thing you want to teach a new pitcher? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> no, uh, like yesterday, we went over a lot of stuff like um, teach them how to step off the mound. Sure. Um, when you're going from the stretch, you got to stop and pause and not just go. Because what happened in the St. Joe game, they knew we were on experience, inexperienced, which I understand. So pitcher was on the mound, they'll take off still and he'll just turn around and not step off or whatever. So it's just stuff we had to work on. And we went over a lot of good stuff uh, yesterday. And we'll do it again Monday. We'll be better prepared Tuesday for Barron. We'll be better Well, you got a tough schedule coming out of the gate with St. Joe and Barron. Yeah, right out the gate, yeah. And then also uh, next. And Buchanan. Right after that. Man, what's up? Well, well, in between that, we have uh, a makeup game, which is uh, April 15th. Jackie Robinson Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to do a doubleheader with uh, South Bend Clay. Okay. So what they're going to do is they're going to honor the Sam's family. This is John C. Sam's family. Um, they just kind of renamed the field John C. Sam Memorial Park. Oh. And then Danny, he's going to speak about the importance of Jackie Robinson and what it means Jackie Robinson Day. So we'll, we'll do that about 10 o'clock. The game probably starts about 10.30. So, yeah, we're going to squeeze that one in the middle. Okay. Yeah. That's a cool It's going to be big. It's going to be really big next Saturday. Though. Next Saturday. So, again. Let's hope for good weather. Yeah. Because right. I know in the past there's been some of those Jackie Robinson. It's like a lot of Saturday games. It's like, really? It's 45 in the rain. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, plan on uh, 10 o'clock is when things will get underway and then the yeah, game yeah. starts we're at 10 Yeah, we're going to do a presentation before the game, and then we're going to get started probably about 10.30. Okay. Very yeah. cool. All right, we'll take a break. More coming up with Robert Crosley as we talk Benton Harbor High School baseball. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM. I'm Erin Bennett of Final Design Kitchen and Bath, and we were looking for a couple of vehicles, one personal and one for the company. My husband and I went down to Campbell Ford, talked to Jason, who we've worked with in the past on previous vehicles, and he's wonderful. He's just always so easy to talk to. He gets us. He understands what our needs are. And we walked out the next day with two vehicles. And so we are ready to go. Thanks to Campbell and Jason and all of his team. Thank you so much. Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline, where the best bottom line is always at the state line. This is your Shamrock Impact Update, informing you of the ways in which Berrien Springs Public Schools makes a difference through innovation and creativity in education. Berrien Springs High School takes great pride in providing unique programs and learning experiences that match the individual needs of their students. In addition to traditional learning, performing arts, and athletic programs, Berrien Springs High School provides academic clubs for students who desire to learn beyond the classroom. From business professionals of America to Quiz Bowl to participation in the Green Engineers Robotics Program, Berrien Springs High School helps prepare students for their career pathway. This is the Shamrock Way. This is AJ Marnick, Berrien Springs High School student and captain of the Green Engineers Robotics team. I'd like to invite you to visit homewiththeshamrocks.org to learn more about how students experience the Shamrock Way at Berrien Springs Public Schools. Berrien Springs Public Schools, together inspiring students to think, learn, achieve, and care in a global community.
Employers, it's becoming harder than ever to find quality new employees. Now you can learn a fresh new approach to recruiting. Midwest Family and the Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber present Recruitment on the Rocks, Happy Hour with Hiring Solutions. Learn our secret system for recruiting success to recruit and keep amazing employees. Join us for this free event with great appetizers and a free drink. Tuesday, April 25th from 4 to 6 at the Shadowland Ballroom in St. Joe. Space is limited. Get registered at ontherocksinfo.com. Grab the sunglasses, you'll need them the next several days. Easter weekend is looking quiet and very pleasant. Bright sunshine will be overhead today, highs near 60. Staying clear tonight, dropping to the mid-30s. Sunday will feature lots more sun, highs in the low 60s. Sunshine sticks around for most of the week, but we won't be seeing any rain. Highs Monday, the upper 60s reaching the mid-70s by Thursday. I'm WSB Team Durologist Jessica Burns. The coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. How about starting your Easter weekend off with uh, avocado toast? Oh, you don't want to go quite as healthy. They've got uh, the biscuits and gravy, they've got multiple choices of pancakes, uh, they've got the cinnamon French toast, they've got the breakfast burrito. Coach, what are you going to go for? Nothing. I'm no. on a diet. <laughs> no, no, I'm not, not going to eat anything. I uh, do a uh, um, Herbalife shake in the morning. That kind of ah, substitute, okay. uh, <laughs> substitute breakfast. I get that. Talking Benton Harbor baseball with head coach Robert Crossley. And how many guys do you have coming back from last year's team? Approximately. Uh, well, it was rough last year. We didn't actually finish last season, but uh, got probably about, about four guys that played okay. last year. Yeah. Yeah, even though we didn't finish, which is disappointing to me, but got like four guys they're committed now but yeah okay and many upperclassmen are they a real young team this year uh, well i got two seniors which uh deontay tasker oh yeah which you know he's committed to fair state to football and uh jason madden they're, they're seniors everybody else is juniors sophomores and freshmen so it's a good mixture of what i need Mm-hmm. You know, somebody will leave. I got something coming. It's not just like last year. I had a bunch of seniors, pretty much. Seven, eight seniors were lost. So. Do you have to deal with uh, a lot of the guys playing AU basketball and stuff? Uh, yeah, I just ran into that with one kid. And I kind of, <laughs> which I understand it. You know right. what I mean? Uh, it's not as bad as, as prior years. Okay. Uh, yeah, I had a freshman uh it's really good. I wish he could have. Wish he could have played. Me and him talked a couple days ago. He just decided with the conflicting schedules, uh, it, it, he couldn't do it. He's a freshman. He's really good, though. But, uh, I understand. We talked about it. I told him the door is always open if he changes his mind or if you get time to come and play. He would help us out really a lot. You mentioned as far as competing with the the teams in the conference, and you know, you said you're bringing this team along and they're learning baseball. And give us a, a couple of years, and you're going to be contending for a conference championship. As far as the feeder program, if you want to call it, getting kids into uh, into the high school team, is Danny still overseeing the youth baseball? In yes. Harvard? Great question. Yes, Danny is over the youth program. We have a lot of good young coaches in place. Because you can't have a top without a bottom. 
if that makes sense. Right. So you have to have the youth program, which is feeder program, as you said. So we have a lot of good stuff going on down at the uh, feeder park, like 10U, 12U, 14U. And we have our own uh, rec league teams. Nice. So we are we got a good thing going on right now. Yeah. Everything is going in the right direction. That way, by the time they get to you, you're not teaching the game. Correct. Because it's been taught to them by oh, several yeah. other guys. Yeah, we got some good people down there. And I keep my hands down there, too. I got to keep right. my hands and eyes down there, too. But I let those guys do their thing. I trust them. Uh, we all on one accord. So that's we're in, we're in a good spot right that's now. That's awesome. You know, I've seen, and I've seen this post. I don't know if you've seen it, Phil. I've seen where schools now are having, like, middle school baseball teams. Um, is that something Ben Harbors thought about, or? Yeah, I thought about it. Uh, I, I, I spoke with uh, Mike about it, but what goes on is they play uh, 14, which is pony baseball anyway. Okay. So you pony, know, yeah. uh, pretty much 13 and 14 year old, they are middle school kids. Yeah. But I would love to have a middle school program mm-hmm. if it's possible. So. Like you said, it's it's important, and it doesn't matter what the sport is if the head varsity coach is at least has something to do, is somewhat involved with the lower levels. Oh, yeah. So that the kids know you yeah. by the time they get to. Parents get to know me, too. Mm-hmm. That's that's the most no, important that's, that's part. That's good, yeah. It's the parents. You, gotta, you have to build a relationship with the parents, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and it's true, Phil, yeah. The kids will know you. It won't be as hard as um, just meeting the kid when you get to high school. You've been knowing him since he was seven years old all the way up. What attracted you to baseball, and then what what attracted you to want to be Benton Harbor's baseball coach? I love baseball. I've been doing it all my life. I played it, and uh, when Danny brought me along 11 years ago, I was ecstatic because I've been in the youth part of uh, baseball. This would be my 26th season. So I've been at the high school. This will be my 13th season. It'll be my second season as the varsity coach. I love baseball. I can watch the Cubs all day. Cubs well, are my you're with they're a good crowd to, here. They're hard to watch now, not because of the the, the competition, but just <laughs> get, I, you, you got to pay like twenty some dollars a month just to watch them. It seems yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't get that. I don't either. You know, well, we could have a whole show on. Yeah. We could have one segment on how they're losing their fans that way. But yeah, my sister lives right down the street from the hospital in St. Joe. Yeah, she has Marquee Network. They but black Mark, out the they game. They black out the game. They yeah. get everything else marquee, but Why? as soon as the game starts, they block it out. They did not have an explanation for it. Yeah. They go, well, you can get the MLB app, but when you do that, you'll probably have to pay 20 some dollars extra <laughs> in order for them not to black out the, the Cubs. <laughs> That's like, the old days of WGM TV. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there Watch, you go. Jack, 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 Jack Brickhouse, they, they, Harry, yes. Harry. Uh-huh. They have, oh, yeah. Two, the Cubs, I think, became so popular because of they had two or three generations of people who could just listen or watch it, and they knew where to go and not have to bounce all over the place. And eventually, them going down this path is going to cost them a generation of fans who don't know Absolutely. where the field is and, you know, because it won't stay that way forever. Mm-mm. You know, just that. But, you know, and we talked about this with, with other coaches in different sports. Is it hard just to get guys to watch a game of baseball? Yes. Outside of them, you know, yeah. other than the top ten highlights on ESPN. Right, exactly. I talk to the kids all the time about watching the game. It's, it's kind of up to them. And let's not get them together. Right. Because um, uh, two weeks ago we did a uh, – we went over to uh, Strikers and did a 
like a meet the team. We did a little bowling night together, you know what I'm saying, before the team uh, season starts. So I'm trying to do everything I can to keep these guys together. That's great. You know, and that's feels, and it has to be more than just the game, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. that's great that you're doing those type of things. Because front, you know, there's good peer pressure and bad peer pressure, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've become a group and a family. Oh, 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 oh. You see oh, that see, right brotherhood. Right? See? Let me, let me say that. And I didn't even read. I saw it when you first sat down, yeah. but I forgot about so it. So I, I have this saying that I started last year. is uh, Tiger Pride. You know, sure. once you got that orange and black on, it's yep. Tiger Pride. I like your hat, too. Oh, yeah. Thank you, sir. I designed that. I like Did that. I like that. Shirt. Then we got the brotherhood. If you're around people for three, four months, you build a brotherhood. I agree. It's something that goes on in life five, ten years from now. You can talk about it. Hey, I remember yep. we played X, Y, Z. Yeah, you did this, that, that. You build that brotherhood and family because you become a family. Yep. So that's what I'm trying to build right now. So important. And I agree with the family part because, you know, when you miss practice, you know, you're taken away from your family. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know. I agree with you. To me, you're, when you play a sport, that is that is your family in addition to your home family there you go. for that season. So when you say I'm coming, I'm coming. Yes, sir. You know those are the things that you have to do. You got to commit. Accountability. Yep. Accountability. Tiger pride, brotherhood, family. Yeah, that's it. That's what like you'll be. Like that's, you're sure. that's what you'll hear ringing around now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up talking Benton Harbor baseball. Coach Robert Crossley joining us here at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. At Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in Stevensville, we serve love, and we love our community. That's why we only serve the freshest ingredients in our breakfast, lunch, baked goods, and locally roasted coffee. Source from places right here in southwest Michigan whenever we can. We're also proud to support our neighbors by sponsoring community events and causes as often as possible. Because this is our home, too. Come on over and enjoy our one-of-a-kind, cozy little cafe located in downtown Stevensville. And join our community on social media and at FullCircle.com. See you soon. We love you. At United Federal Credit Union, we'd like to be the first to say welcome home with a mortgage loan made just for you. Whether you're looking for a construction or lot loan for your future dream home or a mortgage for a home you can move into right away, our expert advisors will help you find the way to your new front door. Get started today with our easy online application at unitedfcu.com mortgage. United Federal Credit Union. We get you. Insured by NCUA. Equal housing lender. NMLS number 471962. It started out as free. But then they said it would only be a few cents a day. What you're hearing is real, and it may be happening to you. It ended up being a lot. These are the voices of NADS. I pay for streaming video, cloud storage, streaming audio. Where does it end? This is the sound of nickel and diming syndrome. It is a real thing. It is a real thing. I just want to hear my music. Is that so wrong? There is hope. For millions of people, there is radio. Radio? Radio. With zero down and zero per month, radio delivers all the music, news, and entertainment you want when you want it for free. No usernames, passwords, or Wi-Fi connection required. Here's my credit card number. It's 5462. Don't speak. When you listen to WSJM, you'll never need that. (laughs) This is so wonderful. Yes, it is. The cure for nickel and diming syndrome. I could use a hug. It's radio. No subscription required. From Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville, the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM talking with Robert Crossley, Benton Harbor baseball coach. You know, Coach, you, you Brett asked you, you know, how 
if you get guys, try to get guys to to watch baseball. A couple weeks ago, when we had the uh, the referees in here, mm-hmm. and what are they suggesting to young officials to get themselves better? And they said, go to a game and watch the official. And I think baseball is a great sport to learn from just by watching it. You know, you're not running up and down a court in basketball. You can watch what a shortstop does. You can watch what a second baseman does. You can watch what the catcher is doing behind the plate. I think it's really important. I mean, to learn the game is to just watch baseball. Yeah, oh, I agree. I agree. I tell the kids all the time, uh, just take a, take a little time out today. Turn the video games off. Turn yeah. everything off. Listen to the commentator as you watch the game. You'll understand more of the game when you listen to the game. Even I tell them that when we are in the dugout. You, just because you're not in the game, you still need. You can learn more about just sitting over here watching, like say, seeing what's going on, watching what this guy doing, watching what that guy doing. And once you get out there, it's your turn. But but years ago, I'll say maybe maybe uh. Eight, nine years ago, we took the kids up to, uh, it might not even been that long, see the South Bend Cubs. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. right. Took a bunch of kids yeah. up there, and uh, it was place. great. Yeah, yeah. Um, just to see how they warm up. When this, when I say the guy goes down to the bullpen yeah. to, to warm up, he's not down there lobbing the ball. He's actually warming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when they're rolling the balls in the infield, the guy's not catching the ball between his legs. He's actually warming up like Practice. he's going to get a ball hit to him because you don't know when you're going to get a ball hit to you. Mm-hmm. you so you have guys grabbing between their legs, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so you definitely want to warm up correctly. Yeah. So seeing the game is really very important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, and you bring up a great thing in South Bend Cubs. You know, I think people don't realize it. I mean, that's high A ball. Oh, yes. Yeah. They have a, if you haven't been down to well, it's not, Fort Winsfield now, yeah. uh, what a beautiful ballpark. Oh, we, yes. we try to go once or twice a year, and, and it's great baseball. And you're right. You see things that you will not see in a major league game because you're right on the field. Yeah. There's no yeah, bad yeah. seat. Yeah. There you go. That's correct. I yeah. agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Based on uh, – the teams that I don't know if you saw everybody that's in the conference last year, but based on what you know, who do you think might be some of the better teams in the conference this year? In our conference, yeah, everyone. <laughs> there you go, <laughs> everyone. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, the defending state champs. You gotta, you gotta say them guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buchanan. Like I say, Barry and they won district, so there you go. Uh, Brandywine, like I say, Brandywine DeWajak is always good, really good. So everybody, and we and we're coming, guys. We're coming. Mm-hmm. Just give us a little time. We're coming. We'll be there. Give us a little time. We'll be there. Who, who does? Uh, who mows the football field? Uh, Bob. 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 Take care of your baseball yeah, field. Yeah, old Bob. Yeah, does that's he let my you get guy. Yeah, Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob's my guy. Yeah, Bob's my my field guy. Yeah, I don't have to worry about anything. Bob has the field beautiful and in really good shape. Yeah. How, how how nice is that not to have to worry about? Yeah, that is. I mean, you just go out and practice. Mm-hmm. Bob, he keeps the field good. If you ride by our field, it looks really good. We had some work done on the infield last year. I don't know oh, the exact company who done it, but uh, our field is 100% better now than it was four or five years ago. Yeah. Hey, with Bob, you know, you're going to bring out a lawnmower. No, 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 I'll do that. Uh, yeah. You're going to pull yeah. out a rake. Uh, no, 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 I'll, I'll do that. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. but it's great when schools, and a lot of schools have a Bob. Yeah. Where they just, you know, their contribution is that way. And it's important because it saves you time. It probably saves injuries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to give a shout-out to my assistant coach, Carlton Brooks. 
me and me and Mr. Brooks, we've been together for some years now. We coached at the youth level, and he's been following me along. He's a really good guy. He's he's real good with kids, also. So yeah. I just wanna wanna give him a shout out because uh, it's my right hand man right now, and we uh, we in this thing together. We are gonna turn it around. I said, just give us a couple years. I have no doubt. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Oh, and the important part is you're giving kids an opportunity to do something. Correct. Oh, oh yeah. Be, enjoy high school. You get four yeah. years and it's over. There you go. Yes, I agree baseball's not a sport that you play. Mostly, you don't play after your high school. It's mm-hmm. like football. When you're done, you're yeah, done. You're done. Yeah. So go enjoy it. I bet you'll get more guys that want to come out when it's 75 degrees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they, they coming around here. The kids, they coming around uh we building. I, I have a lot of kids that want to, that's trying to add on, and I, I can't turn nobody away. Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to build a program right now. Yep. So you want to play? Come on out. Sure. So uh, practice first. next game is this upcoming Tuesday against Barrian. Tuesday against Barrian, and then next Saturday against South Bend Clay. Please come out and check out both games. Yeah. What time is next Saturday? Uh, Ten thirty. What's that? 10.30 a.m. 10.30 a.m. Yeah. Ceremony really will special. start at 10 o'clock about for the ceremony. Yeah, for the ceremony about 10. It's about 10.30, yeah. Come on out and check that out. That's going to be really special for the ceremony. And the game against Berrien Springs is home Tuesday, right? Yes. All right. Yeah. So, what, 4.15? 4.15, correct. All right. Yeah. Coach, good to see you as always. Good luck. Thank no, you for thanks coming. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Hopefully thanks we'll have you back that. soon before the end of the season. All right. Yeah. We'll see All right. Soon. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll yeah. take a break. We'll come back and wrap things up from Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar. It's the coaches on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Normal? New normal? Just what does that mean anyway? This is Jeff Parrott from Parrott Company. We hear it all the time from our clients. There is no normal right now. Workflow, staffing issues, supply and service delays, then your copy or printer starts acting up. We find most of these issues are simply network or user related, but don't fret. Our veteran support team will quickly troubleshoot and get your office back up and running fast, much faster than the out-of-town companies. Local service versus out-of-town service. Compare it to Parrot. One size fits all? There's no such thing. Life isn't that standardized. Everyone is different. When it comes to medicine, truer words were never spoken. Sometimes a prescription for you, a loved one, or even a pet require compounding to avoid an allergic reaction or even converting from a solid pill to a liquid. Rogers Pharmacy fills compound prescriptions. A service that causes some to drive out of town to fill is happily provided by your family-owned food store and pharmacy. Rogers Foodland, the family food store. Hi, I'm Zach East, filling in for Pat Moody this month, and this is Moody on the Move, and we are on the road at Adams & Son here in Benton Harbor, a fantastic HVAC company that is all about the customer. We really try to look at our business through the eyes of the customers and through the eyes of the employees, and they're our first priority. Watch our conversation anytime by going to MoodyOnTheMove.com. Thanks to United Federal Credit Union, we get you. Green, green, green It's our home, it's our dream For a life that's healthy and clean Make it green, green, green My mom said making it green is making sure the air in your home is healthy for your family to breathe Make sure you test your home for radon It's easy, just call 866-730-GREEN Make it green, green, green message from the U.S. EPA. 
the coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM at Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar in downtown Stevensville. It's a hopping place again uh, oh this gosh. Saturday morning, isn't it? And, and you know, This is what you love about small business, exactly. small town. You know, mm-hmm. this, is, I mean, this is packed. Yeah, I, I love to see where folks are supporting a local business and... Uh, Nothing wrong with chain stores, no, but no, this no. is you know husband and wife that uh, that this owns their life. Store. It is, it's their life, yep. and it's right here in the heart of downtown uh, Lake uh, Stevensville, and they do it right. Yep. Uh, you know, they want us out of here so they can get two more, <laughs> three more seats <laughs> filled <know>. up. <laughs> yeah, so they need them. They're telling us, you know, hey, wrap it up, wrap, wrap it up, up. Roll, 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 exactly. Roll. So as we wrap things up, we just want to uh, thank Fred Smith for coming in to talk Michigan High School Athletic Association items, and Mark Nate for uh, Lakeshore baseball and Robert Crossley for Benton Harbor baseball. A couple things that Fred Smith brought up that are interesting as far as items that are on the table at the MHSAA and I think as far as fans are concerned, they're hoping to see some of these changes come around. Yep. You know, and Fred's a great guy. He's worked you know, for what, 30, 40 years? He is, 40 years. He's I, got I a servant's know. heart. I don't know if I've seen anybody who has the passion yep. for high school sports like Fred Smith does. He does it for the right reason. I mean, just he could have retired a while ago, but he's like he said, he loves doing what he's doing. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you've reached out to him with questions. Oh, plenty of times. And he's always willing to answer and talk. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he doesn't have agenda. No. You know, sometimes people have agendas. Uh-huh. Fred doesn't have an agenda. No. He, he's trying to do what's best for high school sports in all of Michigan, not just necessarily the school age. Right. No, Fred's agenda is to make high school sports as as good as it can be for like the student athletes. And he's very proud of Battle Creek St. Philip. Yes, he, he is. And, I, and by the way, I didn't get a chance to tell him, uh, Our Lady of the Lake finally has St. Philip on the girls' basketball schedule. Do you really? Yeah, for good next for year. Tried for girls and boys. They're already full for boys. So the following year, yeah. hopefully we can get that to be an annual thing with Our Lady of the Lake and you know, Battle Creek St. Philip. Well, and that's, I think it's important for your for the you know Catholic faith to, to, for the kids to see other kids of the same mm-hmm. faith and play. Right. So they're Michigan Lutheran. Right. Place. Exactly. All right. That'll wrap things up for the coaches. We uh, thank you for joining us. We are brought to you by Full Circle Cafe and Espresso Bar, United Federal Credit Union, Siemens and Bridgman, Rogers Foodland, Parrot Company, and Campbell Ford Lincoln Saline. Also, thank you to uh, Quentin Carroll back at our studios every week for making it sound as well as it does. We'll talk to you again next Saturday. The coaches on News Talk Sports, 94.9 WSJM-FM, Benton Harbor, St. Joseph.